Today, we're talking about Elon Musk's latest purchase. We'll be discussing alleged war crimes near Kiev. We'll cover activity in the Senate and other top stories for Wednesday, April 6th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. God is rich in mercy. He doesn't withhold mercy from some kinds of sinners while extending it to others. Dane Ortland. Let's get started with some espresso shots. The king of Twitter is now also its largest shareholder. On Monday, an SEC filing disclosed that Elon Musk had bought a 9.2% stake in the Little Bluebird company. That's three times more than the platform's co-founder and former CEO, Jack Dorsey. Musk has long been a prolific tweeter, but in recent weeks, he's taken an increased interest in the platform itself, asking his 80 million followers whether they believe Twitter allows free speech, if its algorithm should be open source, and even asking whether they'd want an edit button. He even said he was, quote, seriously considering creating a competing platform, but apparently decided to buy instead. That's a perk of being worth nearly $300 billion. Since news of his investment broke, Twitter stock is up 30% and Musk was welcomed onto its board of directors. Here's a verse to remember when being reminded of Elon's net worth. The one who loves silver is never satisfied with silver, and whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with income. Ecclesiastes 5.10. Here's a quick warning. The following story is graphic and details alleged war crimes. Photos and stories from Bucha, a northwest suburb of Kiev, recently abandoned by Russian troops, have gripped and horrified the world. Speaking to the UN Security Council, Ukrainian President Zelensky said there was, quote, not a single crime that Russian troops didn't commit in Bucha with evidence of mass civilian executions, murdered children, rape, and a torture chamber. He called for a Nuremberg-style war crimes tribunal to bring those responsible to justice. Russia, which sits on the Security Council, denies the allegations and says any photo evidence was staged, but Western leaders aren't convinced. President Biden again called President Putin a war criminal and voiced support for a war crimes trial. EU countries expelled nearly 200 Russian diplomats, and the U.S. and EU are both preparing more sanctions, including possibly Russian gas. The promise of heaven does not remove the pains of this world, but it does give us hope, strength, and peace even in the darkest valleys. Join us in praying for hope, strength, and peace for everyone impacted by the war. Psalm 23.4 says, Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. COVID is trending down in the U.S., hospitalizations are at their lowest point on record, deaths are down 83%, and cases are down 96%. Still, Omicron BA2 is surging in Europe, and lawmakers want to make sure Uncle Sam isn't forced to retreat back into his fort of scavenged toilet paper rolls. A bipartisan group of senators has agreed to a $10 billion relief fund to fund the production of more vaccines, antiviral meds, and tests. Unspent dollars from previous COVID aid packages would pay for the new bill. It's less than half of what President Biden requested, but he quickly endorsed the compromise. In other Senate news, three Republicans, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, and Susan Collins, have all signaled they support Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson's nomination to the Supreme Court, all but guaranteeing her confirmation later this week. Our ultimate purpose is to glorify God, which is sometimes difficult to do when times are bad and easy to forget to do when times are good. Whether COVID is climbing or falling, rejoice in the Lord. Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Today's podcast is brought to you by Public Goods. Most companies that make the things that we buy most often, you know, shampoo, coffee, cleaners, etc., make some pretty illogical long-term compromises for short-term benefits. Things like labels that stand out on a store shelf but look horrible in your home, or containers with four weeks of product that take 450 years to decompose. Public Goods is different. 
They're the one-stop shop for sustainable, healthy, and high-quality everyday essentials. They carry no single-use plastics, no toxic chemicals, and they keep costs low. Oh, and you can actually get $15 off your first order by entering the code THEPOUROVER. No spaces. There's no minimum purchase, so you've got nothing to lose. Start shopping today by clicking the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Police have arrested three people, including two brothers, after last weekend's 2 a.m. mass shooting in Sacramento that left six dead and a dozen wounded. One of the suspects is currently hospitalized with injuries from the gunfire, but no motive has been released. Tiger Woods announced yesterday that he intends to play in the Masters Tournament this week, pending a final walkthrough today, and he believes he can earn his sixth green jacket. If he does tee off, it will be his first official tournament since he was seriously injured in a car accident 14 months ago. The UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change released a new It's Now or Never report this week saying carbon emissions must peak by 2025 to keep global warming below its key 1.5 degrees Celsius target increase this century. It wasn't all bad. The report highlighted recent progress, including the decreasing cost of solar energy. In a historic comeback, Kansas beat UNC 72-69 Monday night to take home the title of men's NCAA basketball champions. If you're looking ahead for bracket tips for next year, 2022 was the 11th time in tournament history that both the men's champion and the women's champion were one-seed teams. Congrats, Kansas University Jayhawks! That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, give us a five-star rating and drop us a review. If you're listening on Spotify, you can give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. And finally, the simplest way to help us grow is to send this episode to a friend. We hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on Friday, April 8th. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face-to-face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.